Well, I thank God for the favor and for the grace that he has granted unto us to be able to be together, to be able to share the word of God. I thank God for the, for the pastors, Pastor Lee and Pastor, Pastor Phil, and the elders for giving me the opportunity to be able to share once again the word of God this morning. And I trust that by his grace, there's just one thing that I want to share on this morning, and I'm praying that the grace of God shall be released upon us, and we shall experience something new in our lives and in our walk with the Lord Jesus Christ, and in the calling or in the ministry that he has called each one of us unto. Every one of us, you are unique in your own special way. He has made you totally different from every other individual because he has got a specific purpose for you and for me to be able to accomplish or to fulfill all for the glory of his name. That's why Paul says somewhere, the body is not one member, but the body is made of so many different members, and those members put together make the body. And as Christ is, he's composed of many members, the Bible calls us living stones. And each one stone has its own specific special place and its specific special purpose that the Father has ordained to be able to be, called, to be fulfilled in the work that he has purposed to be fulfilled while we are here on earth. Remember the words that he said, Father, I, pray, I do not pray that you take them out of the world. He knew the world is an evil place. He knew the world is full of darkness. In fact, the world is darkness. And he knew it is a dangerous place. But he prayed, Father, I'm not asking that you take them out of the world. But what I'm praying is this, keep them from the evil one. Then he said a very strange statement. He said, while I was with them, I kept them in your name. It's like while he was around, he kept his disciples in his name, in the Father's name. There is something about the Father's name that is a powerful protection that surrounds those ones who are his. He says, I'm now I am coming to you. He again prayed, oh, Father, I pray that you may keep them in your name. Amen. And that hiding, that place is like the name of the Lord Jesus is a hiding place. It is a secret place that the enemy is not, has never been able to discover. Whatever way he may be able to search for it or try to trace it, he can't find it. And when you are hidden in that particular secret place, you are safe for the glory of God in the highest. Even in times of suffering and in times of persecution, you will still be safe. They might touch this physical body because the Father may allow it to be thus. But rest assured, even in the times of suffering and persecution, you'll find that there is safety inside that particular hiding place, and that is the name of the Lord Jesus. Praise God. And that's what I want us to share about today. It's something that was laid upon my heart in the, course, in the course of this time, from the time when the pastor told, uh, told me that, you know, he, he wanted me to be able to share today. And it started dropping into my spirit, the name of the Lord. I know we know it. It's uh, something we, we are aware of it. But I'm just going to speak it all over again. 
But is it Peter who says, it is for me, it is good to remind you over and over again of the present truths. It is because our mind, uh, as somebody said somewhere, the human mind is like a mischievous child. You've got to keep on telling it, do this, do this, do this. Otherwise, the moment you tell it, it will start doing. The moment you turn away, it also turns away and runs off and goes to do something totally opposite to what it was supposed to do. Again, you've got to pull it back. I said you do this. Then it starts obeying, yes, yes, all is well, all is well. Then immediately again, the moment you turn around, it has run off. It has gone. That is how our minds are. And that's why it is important for us to provoke one another over and over again towards love, to remind each other over and over again. In that way, we grow as a body and bring glory to the Lord God Almighty in Jesus' name. We begin with Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21. And these are the words of the Father as he speaks across introducing his son into the world. Realize there is something unique or something special about names. Every one of us here has got a name that identifies you. So when it is cold out, you will turn because you know I am the one who is being summoned or the, the one who is being called. And even when we get to heaven, I, was, I always think about this. We, we, we share names. You know, you'll hear Paul, 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 David, 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 Daphne, 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 Daphne. You, know, you hear names all of us. The other day I was thinking, when we get to heaven and there are so many Daphnes, there are so many Davids, there are so many Phils. You know, when there was somebody called Phil, who will then turn around? Who will know who is being called? Because there are bound to be you know, hundreds of thousands of fields, another, another maybe a million of Daphnis, another a million of whatever, you know, all, all round about. But realize, as I looked at is it Revelation and I smiled. Jesus says, every one of you will be given a new name, which is only known to you. Nobody else knows it. Only you and the Father or the Lord Jesus know it. So when you are summoned, nobody else will turn. It will only you because you are in the secret place with him. And it begins right here that he wants you to abide in that secret name for the glory of his name. He says in Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21, And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. Praise God. The father introduces the son into the world and he declares, this is what you are going to call him. This is how you're going to identify him. This is what he will be as he moves around along the streets of Palestine at that particular time. And every time this name is mentioned, it, it's like it repeats what the father has said. That he, he, he saves, he saves, he saves. It does not matter whatever situation one might be in. When that name is mentioned, you will call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people. And he is here this morning with that particular same mission. That my name is Jesus. And I have come to save. So whatever it is that we may be standing in. We may be going through. We may be experiencing. He wants us to discover and to know what is it that I have given unto you, my children, 
that you may be able to make use of. Many times we walk up and down, you know, laden down with so many types of burdens and whatever you might call it. But I want, as we move on in the sharing this morning, remember those words. His name is Jesus. And he says, because he shall save. His mission is for the purpose of saving and salvation in, in, incorporates, encompasses each and every aspect of our, of our lives, be it physical, spiritual, psychological, whatever it is, that name reaches out to touch every one of these particular areas of our lives for the glory of God. That be it in our psychological state, he says, Jesus. Be it in our physical state, he's saying, Jesus, you can have good health. You can experience healing of whatsoever condition you might be having because Jesus has been given unto you. And he wants you to make use of that name. He wants you to discover that particular name for the glory of his name. In the book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 21, Peter, after they are filled with the Holy Spirit, after they are challenged, everybody's wondering what has happened. In chapter 2 of Acts and verse 21, Peter declares the words of Joel. He, he repeats the words of prophet Joel where he says, Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord, that is, whosoever calls on this name Jesus, that person will be saved. In another place, this person will be delivered. So it is a name that brings salvation. It is a name that brings deliverance. But it must be called upon. You must shout it out. You may not say anything else, whatever it is. Don't add on unnecessary words. The name itself is sufficient. It suffices. If you declare it in that particular moment of need, he arrives and it does what it is required to do for the glory of God in the highest. In Acts chapter 4 verse 12, he declares some very interesting word yet again. The same Peter as he's ministering in, another, as he's ministering in, in, in the same, same place, he says, There is no other name that has been given amongst men whereby we must be saved. He says, No other name. Don't waste your time looking for any other name. This is the name that has been given. And you do yourself a lot of good to get hold of it and to run with it for the glory of God in the highest. You know, we, we, people in our, in our time, we have taken a lot of pleasure and it is nothing wrong in it. We're looking to understand and to know the names of God. And, you know, there are so many listed in the Old Testament and, all, and in so many different places. But God the Father, when he introduced his son into earth, he never said, call his name Jehovah. Mm -mm. He had a specific name, he said, call his name this. And look at throughout the whole New Testament, there is no place where they say to a demon, come out in the name of Jehovah. It, it, it won't come out. God, you know, be healed in the name of Jehovah. It won't happen. There is one name that he has given. Jesus. Amen. Jesus. There is something unique about that name. We can't explain it just as, 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 as David was saying. We can't. It is beyond explanation. It is beyond description. You can't be able to describe that particular name. It is an awesome, 
powerful, glorious name. And you do yourself good when you take hold of it and run with it in the name, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the glory of God in the highest. In a nutshell, you can say, this name is like a field. It's like a father. The father has given us a big field. And that field is full of treasures. All sorts of treasures are hidden in that particular field. And it's to everyone who has been given that particular field, it is upon you to be able to find what are these treasures that are in this field where I am. I remember reading a story of a man who had his, his, his small field somewhere. And everybody was prospecting for diamonds or is it for gold or whatever. And the man had a desire also to go looking for the same. So what does he decide? Say, this land of mine is useless. There's nothing that I have here. He sold that land to somebody and he did what? He went out to prospect everywhere looking for the diamonds and looking for gold. A number of years later, he heard that the diamonds or whatever had been discovered somewhere. And you know where it had been discovered? It was his field. The field he sold for pennies, for a very small amount. He discovered that it was a huge mine of diamonds or gold. I can't remember what it was. But he had left his treasure running after others, hoping that he will find something wherever else, wherever it is that he was going. Child of God, I want you even as we go through this, uh, this sharing, I want ladies, let start crying to the Father. Reveal to me the secrets of this name that you have given unto us. Ask the Father, Father, why did you call his name Jesus? Why did you call him any other name? Why did you specifically say, you shall call him Jesus? And he was specific. He didn't look for any other. He said, call him Jesus. And that is the name he had. Even up to the time when he went to the cross, Pilate put it up and said, Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus, King of the Jews. Why? Because that is the name he came to be known by, wherever it is that he was, wherever it is that he walked. And everywhere he was had, Jesus is coming. There was such joy because that name, whatever it, the fame of it brought good tidings. Its appearance brought good tidings and breakthrough in whatsoever place that it came. And my brother and my sister, it, it behoves us, it is it is for your good and for my good. Let us learn to seek to know what is it in this name that the Father has given unto us. It is a powerful name. And secondly, it is a name that never fails. If you will know it, it is a name that never fails. This name knows how to comfort those ones who are sad. This name knows how to console when you are feeling down and you are sad and you are broken. That name, Jesus, is able to console you. When nobody cares and when nobody will rise up in your behalf, if you will know this name that has been given unto you, you will never be the same again. You will afford a smile on your lips, on your mouth at all times for the glory of God. People will look at you and they will say, you are surely joy incarnate. Because wherever you go, there's that smile on your face. It's as if nothing is wrong with you. Everything, it is well, it is well. You know, even in the midst of the hardest of times, it is well. Why? Because that name bubbles on the inside and it brings restoration in whatsoever it is that you may be experiencing. 
that name is strength. If you learn what that name has, it is not just a mere name, Jesus. It is Jesus. If you declare it in the way that the Father has longed for you to declare it, from the depths of your heart, it makes a very big difference for the glory of God in the highest in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I would like to encourage us. Let us desire to know this name. In this season, as this summer closes and as we start moving on, Hope community, I desire of us, let us be proponents, let us be people who proclaim that name more than any other time. And I will tell you the reason why I'm saying you proclaim that name. Do you know there's Christians who can go the whole day, maybe they might say that name only once, Jesus only once, maybe because they said it in prayer, or even when they, well, that is in the morning, or even when they're at their table, they don't even, when they pray, even they might not even pray, they will just say the grace. You know, they say the grace. At the time of food, they say the grace. And then they open their eyes, they start eating. They don't know the value that is in this name, Jesus. That name have learned to love it. I love that old song. A very old song says, there is a name I love to hear. I love to sing its worth. It sounds like music in my ear. It is the sweetest name on earth. Oh, the sweetest name of them all. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because he first loved me. Child of God, do you know this name? I want you to realize it is a unique name because one time the sons of Sceva in the book of Acts, they tried to imitate that particular name. Paul knew that name because he had been given the name. You have been given the name. But realize the difference between Paul and those sons of Sceva. There were seven of them. They go to a madman who is possessed and they go telling that madman, we command you in the name of the Jesus whom Paul preaches that, you know, come out. The demon powers and say, what did you say? He told them, listen. Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. But who are you? That only those who have that name, it is like it is your field. Only you can dig and bring out the treasure that is in it and make use of it. Only you can dig into that treasure and reach out to the member of your family that is suffering and bring healing into that particular person. Only you can dig into that into that field and bring out the nugget of power that will break the yoke of bondage upon your brother, upon your mother, upon your sister. Why? Because it's on to you that that name has been bestowed. And I want you to ask yourself, are you using that name? Or is it, are you just being so conservative? You, you know, I don't want to appear to be weird. No, 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 no. Son of child of God, daughter of the most high God, arise out of that shell of fear and make use of that name for the glory of God in the highest in the name of the Lord Jesus. It's a precious, glorious name that has been given unto us. Acts chapter 3 from verse 1 to verse 6 tells us a wonderful story. It tells us a story when Peter and John are going into the temple, passing by the beautiful gate. 
And when they come to that particular beautiful gate, they find a poor man who is borrowing. Reaching out his arm, he tells them, give me something. Give me something. Give me maybe some, so whatever little coins you may be having. Now, I want you to notice something. The apostles, with all the pomp and power that surrounded them, they were poor men. Peter turns and he tells him, man, silver and gold, I have none. He was penniless. He had nothing. He will not boast and say, I have A, B, C, D. It was a different kind of dimension. They moved in the power of God because they knew what they possessed. They may have had nothing in the world, but they possessed something that the world did not have. The name Jesus. Peter tells that man, silver and gold I have none, but such as I have, I will give unto you. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. For many years, this guy had been at that gate, crippled. Only help he could receive from the religious people was a little, a few coins thrown at him or other people as they went into the temple. But one day he meets a man who had something he needed. And that's something that he, he needed. The whole world needs it. Many people need it outside there. You have it. I have it. It is the name of Jesus. Let us arise, my beloved, and make use of that particular name that we may bring joy in our neighborhoods, joy in our places of work, joy wherever it is that we turn ourselves, joy in our very families. They may have opposed us. They may have said all sorts of things against you. But as you stand in that name, they will all be drawn to this particular one who is able to draw all men unto himself. His name is Jesus. And Peter, you know, Peter releases that particular man from the bondage of the many years that he had been. And later on, you come to discover when the Jews try to come to, to question him and, and what have you and to try to persecute them, he tells them, it is this name and the faith in this name that has made this man whole the way that you are seeing him. It is nothing that we have done, but it is the mystery, the secret that is in this name. That is the name Jesus. You shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people. My brother and my sister, I want you to start looking again over. As I say these words, I'm, I'm looking at myself and I want you to look at yourself and start asking, Father, where have I been all this time with all this field of great treasure that surrounds me? How is it that I am not releasing or manifesting this particular people treasure that others may rejoice in these that I have? The name of Jesus Christ. Praise God. There is power in the name of the Lord Jesus. You may be in our midst and you're sick. Maybe there's somebody in our midst and you've got your back pains. Somebody spoke to me this morning about back pains, but it's strange because 
had been shown something to do with the back pains, and it is a congregational sin with a lot of people with back pain, with, with back pain problems. I didn't understand what it is that it was, but if there's anybody in our midst and you've got back pains, there is power in that name to heal you. Maybe you've been going up and down with you, 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 you live on medicine because of the pains of your back, and you don't share it with anybody. He's stretching out his hand to touch that particular position, that nerve, or whatever it is that might be the problem with your back, and he's straightening it out to bring healing for the glory of his name in the name of Jesus. So in obedience, I would simply say, let your back be healed in Jesus' name for the glory of God in the highest. John, as he shares, he says of him in John chapter 1 and verse 14. If somebody will be merciful to get me a glass of water, I'm sorry I forgot to bring it up when I was coming. Just a glass of water, please. <clears throat> John in chapter 1 and verse 14. John, when he speaks of him, he says, he speaks of this one, who is the word of God, who is Jesus Christ, who came and became flesh. He says, in him, was in a, he says he was, let us read a, a, a specifically what, what John declares. Rest, rest, rest. Okay, thank you. God bless you. Okay, John speaks the following. He says, the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the father. Full of grace and truth. This Jesus, he is full of grace and truth. What that means, that that name of his, it carries grace. That name of his carries truth. It is, in truth and grace are all of them packed in this particular name. And dear child of God, every time you say Jesus... You are releasing grace, whatever it is that you are, because that name is packed with grace. Every time you say Jesus, you are releasing truth, because that name is packed with truth for the glory of God in the highest. There's something unique about this name. The world cannot understand it, and the world could not receive him. That's what he says. He came to his own. His own could not re- did not know him. His own did not receive him. The world could not receive him. Why? Because the world is contrary to grace. The world goes in the opposite direction of grace. The world has been formed in such a manner to oppose grace because the world lies in the evil one. And when he came, they couldn't get hold of him because they couldn't understand him. He is different. He goes in a different direction. And so John says, we beheld the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and full of truth. And he says, of him we have received grace for grace. Why is he saying that? He saying because it is grace to heal. It does not matter what situation you might be in. There is healing in that name. It reminds me of a testimony I remember reading of it way back in 1432. A plague that occurred somewhere in, 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 in Portugal. I can't remember which village it was in Portugal. But it killed so many people. Doctors and priests and nurses and what have you are dying like flies. People are dying everywhere. 
people were dying on the streets because of that particular plague. And there is no medicine that could be able to cure it. And then one priest learned something that nobody knew. That priest kept on going up helping the sick. Strange enough, he was not getting the plague. They couldn't understand why this character was it's like he was immune to the plague. He was touching the sick with bare hands, doing everything, helping them. And all people were dying or left center on, and they couldn't understand what is happening. Then the man discovered something. There's something I'm doing that these people are not doing. He started telling the people who are sick, please, can you say, say as many times, all, all along, just keep on saying Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So it became like a chant. It became like a song. Jesus, 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 Jesus. They had no medicine. They had no other hope. They had nothing to turn to. All they had was what this man told them. Simply say Jesus, Jesus. So the sick started saying Jesus, Jesus. To their surprise, they stopped dying. They started gaining strength slowly by slowly. Jesus, Jesus. Within no time, the whole of his village in that area, everybody had been healed of that particular sickness. There was no sickness in the whole town. The plague had been cleared off, not by medicine, but by mentioning this name, Jesus. You shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people. And news of that a miracle spread across the whole of, uh, of uh, the whole of Portugal, and strange enough, they realized, oh, there is a, a name, Jesus. They all started mentioning it, Jesus, 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 and the whole country was cleared of the plague. You can check it out. It is in fourteen. It was in fourteen thirty-two. I marvelled at that particular testimony, but I want you to realize the wonder of that name. There is grace to heal. When the enemy has purposed that he is going to grind these people with all forms of sicknesses, that name ground the enemy and raised the sick up and brought life. Why? Because there is grace in that name, Jesus. Whatever you may be going through, why don't you try it? It works. It has worked for me. It will work for you, for the glory of God. If it worked for those guys in Portugal, rest assured, it will work for you, for the glory of God in the highest. I remember this young girl who was dying of tuberculosis, and her lungs had been eaten up. She had no hope, nobody to turn to, and she had been declared she was to die in three weeks. Maybe I've shared that story, but strange enough, she came upon that scripture that by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. The stripes of Jesus, we are healed. She started declaring that name and the stripes by which she was healed. And to the surprise of the mother, she was out of bed. She was out and walking. She started eating what she couldn't eat. She went back to the doctor. There was no trace of tuberculosis in the lungs. Not medicine, but the name Jesus. My brother and my sister, there is power, there is grace to heal in the name of Jesus. Why don't you use it? It is a medicine that does not, that does not, you know, that does not cost you anything. It is simply Jesus. 
And I remember one time when it was revealed unto, uh, unto me of the power of that name. And in it, I was told to declare Jesus is Lord. And in declaring Jesus is Lord, my situations and some circumstances changed completely. And I was raised above every circumstance and situation that was before me. Why? Because there is power in that name. <clears throat> there is power in that name that is the name of Jesus. And I want to encourage you. Right now, I don't know what you're going through. Even as you listen to me, you can start declaring, oh, Jesus, Jesus. It itself, that name is a prayer. Just by saying Jesus. Have you ever wondered, there are many women who have had testimonies who are about to be abused and they had nobody to turn to. They didn't, so, they didn't go and say, Wah! help me. No, 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 no. Instead of what, they said, Jesus. That alone was enough to stop the, the, the rapers or the abusers in their tracks and put them in flight, running away. Why? Because there is grace to deliver in that name, Jesus. And are you using it or are you so posh? You don't like mentioning that name. You look odd when you mention that name. Me, even in the office where all of them are unbelievers, I shout that name and declare them his Lord. And he is the delight of my spirit. They always tell me, are you going to church today? I tell them church is a business every day because I love that name, Jesus. I want to hear it. I want to hear people declaring it. I love the name Jesus. It is a most glorious name. That name has power to overcome. It, uh, that grace, the grace that is in that name, it is the grace that heals. It is the grace that delivers. It is the grace that overcomes. It is the grace that provides. I don't know what situation you may be in, but if you learn that, you know, it is not running to so and so and so and so that will help me. It is calling on this name, Jesus. I don't understand what is in that name. But the moment you say Jesus, that name somehow knows what you need. It steps into the arena of your need. It will step into the arena of your situation. It will step into the arena of your circumstance. And it will bring the answer that you have desired. No wonder he said, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord, the same shall be saved. David says, I will call upon the Lord, so shall I be saved from my enemies. He doesn't even tell him, that, you know, oh God, save me now, save me. No, oh Jesus. And the enemy is routed for the glory of God in the highest. It reminds me of this woman who was, because she was so full of this particular name. <clears throat> <clears throat> Some characters decided they were going to kill her. They were tired. That name was causing havoc in their arrangements. But this name, this woman kept on singing that name. Wherever she was walking, wherever, she's, wherever she was going on the road, you'll hear her singing Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. It's a, it was ever on her lips. So they hid somewhere and decided they will hack her with, uh, with, with access in the, you know, right on her head. 
So they blocked the road. There was no place where she could pass. She came, but she was a, a bold woman because she came and a short one for that matter. She came and she reached in between these two bullies and they were holding the axes in the, in the sky. That is back, back in my home country. And while they came down, when she reached up right in the center, she kept on walking because she couldn't run and go anywhere. She reached right in their center, their bushes, like forest, on either side, behind, in front. The path was going through the forest. She didn't have any escape. She simply told the Lord, my trust is in your hands. And that's what happened. So she comes into the midst of those two men. And what happens? She goes on declaring, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord as she sings and praises him. They lift up their axes to hack the head, to kill. And suddenly the axes became like tons of, you know, are so heavy. They went backward. The anointing, you know, they see people falling down. The anointing hit those particular two men. She's singing. She didn't even talk to any of them. They simply went backwards and fell on their feet. Their feet crossed the road right where she was. She's standing on this side looking at the two, at the two big men. They are struggling. Their hands are stuck onto the, onto the axis that they were having. And they can't rise up. She stepped over their legs and marched and went on. Why? There is grace to deliver in that name. The name of Jesus. And my brother and my sister, you do yourself a lot of good by taking that name on your lips. Take that name on your lips. Make use of it. Don't sit back and say, no, I will look odd by saying that particular name. No. Say it even if it's quietly in your spirit. As you walk around the roads of Perivale or Ryslip, wherever you live, Walk declaring that name over and over and over and over again. You will see what it is going to do in your life and in the life of Hope Community Church as a whole in the name of Jesus. You will see what it's going to do in your businesses. You will see what it's going to do in your families for the glory of God. Jesus, the name that is above all names. And he says once again, that name is packed with truth. He says somewhere, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. If you know the truth that is of this name, that truth will release you and make you free. That truth is light. That's why the world could not receive it. The world lies in the evil one. The, the world is in darkness. It cannot see where it's going. It does not know where it's coming from. It is just there. It is just floating along. It is a system of chaos. And there's nothing you can do about it. But Jesus has come in. And he has picked you and me out of the world system. He has hidden us in the name of the Father. And that name is Jesus. That name keeps you safe. It gives you light while you are in the world. It will open your eyes to see what others cannot see. It will open your ears to hear what others cannot hear. It will deliver you when others are going into trouble. Why? Because that name is packed with truth. 
It will open your eyes to what others can never see. My brother and my sister, cry to your Father in heaven. The spirit that he has given unto you is the spirit of truth. He will open your eyes to the power, to the glory that is in this name, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Discover how to tap into this name. There is one simple way of tapping into this name. And the word of God has told us, Peter told us in Acts chapter 2 verse 21, when he said, whosoever shall call. The secret of getting or tapping into the power or the provision or the grace or the truth or the release, the freedom that is in that name, Jesus, is only one word away. Call. 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 Turn to somebody and tell him, call on the name of Jesus. Come on, turn to somebody, tell him, call on the name of Jesus. It is, that is what many of us, we don't do. We call on that name maybe only once and we feel that is enough. Do you know you can call on that name 400 times in a day? Maybe 1,000 times in a day? Maybe 2,000 times in a day? The more you call on that name, the greater deliverance you experience in your situations and in your life for the glory of God in the highest. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord, the same shall be delivered. Praise God. Jesus says in 14, John chapter 14 and verse 6, he says, I am the way. Jesus is the way. When you are confused and you don't know where to turn to, just call out, Jesus! I'm telling you strange things. But I like strange things because I love Jesus. He's strange. He cannot be understood by anything or anybody. Just call that Jesus. I tell you, the way will appear. Because he knows what you need at that time. There's somebody who sang somewhere and says, without the way, there is no going. And that's the reason why many are going in circles round and round and round and round. They don't know the deliverance of God. They don't know the grace of God. They don't know the power of God. They don't know what field they are standing on. The name of Jesus. He says, grace. He says, I am the way. But brother and my sister, make use of that name. He says, he is the truth. We have declared about the truth. Without the truth, there is no knowing. And he says, I am the life. Jesus, that name is life. If you declare it over and over again, you will never be the same again. That's why he says in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 10. That name has powerful walls around it. Whether you are in the jungles of Africa or Asia, whether you are in Europe, whether you are in America, whether you are in the midst of the seas, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe for the glory of God in the highest. I read a testimony of a place, they, they did some weird things anyway. <clears throat> 
This man was loved that name Jesus. He kept telling everybody, say that name Jesus. Then he told them, even if you if you can't write the name Jesus on a card, put it on your door. Every time you pass, say Jesus. Yeah, it is reminding you to declare it. Now there's a man who was living with a Jew. They were sharing an apartment. The Jew told him, you cannot put that name on my door. Why? I don't believe in that name. The man said, fine. So, but he loved the name so much. He went and wrote the cards and he put it in his room. Put it on the window. Put it on the walls and the doors in his room. Everywhere you look, you say, Jesus, 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 Jesus. And he continued saying that and that. Strange enough, a few days later on, a fire broke in that apartment. The whole apartment was destroyed by fire. Everything was burned. But you know what? That room where this man used to stay, where he had placed the name Jesus, and he kept declaring the name Jesus, not even a dress, a cloth, a shirt, touched the fire. Everything was safe. Ashes were all over around. But everything, his bed, everything was safe. There is power in the name of Jesus. It is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. Don't be afraid of whatever condition or whatever is facing you. Cry out, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Be like blind Bartimaeus. He cried out. They told him, keep quiet, keep quiet. He said, forget it. I'm not keeping quiet. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me because he called he received his sight. My brother, my sister, because you'll call, you'll receive your provision. Because you'll call, you'll receive your healing. Because you'll call, you'll receive your deliverance. There are addictions that are holding people down. Why don't you cry out, Jesus, in the times when the craving is coming for that, for that thing that has held you down, while you go to hold it, Jesus, Jesus, you'll be surprised. That particular yoke of bondage, of addiction, will be broken and you'll be free because there is power in the name of Jesus. Try it. It is not for fun that it was given unto us. There is power in the name of Jesus. That's why Paul says, is it in Colossians chapter 3, verse 17, whatever you do, do it in the name of Jesus. That is, do it in the name of the Lord. Why? Because he knew, if I'm going to sin, and then I say, in the name of Jesus, ah, no, no, no. I will not go to sin. If you are going to do something stupid and you say, I'm going to do it in the name of... No, no. It kills the drive to go in that wrong direction. It will lose and liberate you from the bondage that has been holding you down because there is power in the name of Jesus. Are you using it, my brother? Are you using it, my sister? Let us finalize. Let us finish. With some statements or that, some things that Paul gives unto us. I'll give you some scriptures because time is up. <clears throat> First and foremost, I say the name Jesus is a prayer. Look in John chapter 14, verse 13, verse 15, verse 26. 
John chapter 14, verse 13, 14, and 26. John chapter 15, verse 7 and 16. John chapter 16, verse 23 and 24 and 27. Seven times the Son of God repeats and says, If you ask in my name, in my name, in my name, in the name of Jesus, I will do it. You will receive. I will do it. The Father will give it unto you. The Father loves you. He will do it for you. Only in the name. Jesus, make use of that name. Shout that name in your house until your neighbor will say, this guy is crazy. He's always saying Jesus inside that particular house. Shout it over and over. You will experience such a liberty, such a freedom that you have never known in times past. Your children will be delivered because there is power in that name. It gives glory to the Father when you say Jesus. He's the one who came up with that name. So when you repeat it, you give glory to the Father because you are lining up with him. Yeah, Jesus, he's right here. He delivers from the evil one. We have declared it fills our heart with joy and peace when we declare Jesus. Some people are not even able to sleep. Let me give you a sleeping tablet. If you are not able to sleep before your bed, you are turning around, do this. Just in that body of it, start saying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You'll be surprised. Before long, you'll be dead asleep for the glory of God. There is power in the name of Jesus. It is better than Valium. It is better than Piriton. It is Jesus. He is the answer. Try it. You'll see it works for the glory of God in the highest because he has given it unto us. It gives you strength to endure suffering. That name, when you mention it, it overcomes for the glory of God. That name stifles the power of sin in our lives and it delivers us and makes us free for the glory of God. The apostle Paul finalizes with some of these wonderful, wonderful words as he teaches us. He tells us some two statements why that particular name is glorious and all-powerful. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 to 11, he says this one thing, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, every tongue confess all things in heaven, on earth, under the earth, that Jesus is Lord. That is the power of that name. Now, why am I telling you to say that name? When you say Jesus, it is not just a mere declaration. When you walk on these streets and you say Jesus, let me tell you what happens. The kingdom of darkness responds. And the Bible says in heaven, on earth, under the earth, every knee is made to bow about that particular name. So when you say Jesus in a neighborhood, where there has been corruption and all forms of oppression, declare Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. If the church could learn the secret, the whole body of Christ in London could learn the secret, and they go about telling their members, declare Jesus, just say Jesus, Jesus, in their offices and their whatever, you'll be surprised the change that will take effect in the whole of this city and in the whole of this country for the glory of God in the highest. Because there is power in the name of Jesus. It disrupts. It is a powerful prayer. It 
it is not even just like a joy. Oh God, move in our place. Move in this place, Father. Oh Father, move in this place. No. Jesus. 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 Perivel is yours. Jesus. Jesus. If one of us, every one of us will be declaring that all round about, I tell you something. You will see people starting to come out of these homes to come here. This place will be so packed. They will be standing out that we shall put loudspeakers outside. Why? Because Jesus has been declared into the atmosphere. The forces that are holding people captive will be broken and they will be brought to their knees. The captives will be set free to walk towards the cafe to come and receive Jesus and the word of Jesus for the glory of God in the highest. Jesus is Lord. Make use of that name, my brother. Make use of that name, my sister. And your life will never be the same again. There is power. There is power in the name of Jesus. I repeat, there is power in the name of Jesus. It is not a myth. It is not a legend. It is not just a story that is being told. It is something that the Father wants you to take onto your lips. Because when you declare it, then you disrupt the flow. The world is a system. And it is continually flowing, drawing men and women into destruction. Have you realized something? Begin a Christian work today in a place. It's just thriving. When you pass and sleep and go away, some people will take over and suddenly that work will dwindle, dwindle, and it turns back into the way of the world. It is forgotten. Why? Because the world is coined in such a way to go always against the drive of the Spirit of God. But when you as children of God, you continue to declare Jesus. Jesus is Lord. Whether you're on the trains, whether you are driving, just say it is so simple. Jesus, I'm telling you what I do. On the train, people look at me and I think they were, I see so many people turning around looking at I'm saying Jesus quietly in my spirit. I'm not saying it loud, but every time I see so many eyes, all everybody's looking at me, I wonder, what are they looking at me? And I go to hear yeah, Jesus. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. It is disrupting the flow in the atmosphere, the flow of the enemy, and it's bringing glory to the Lord Jesus Christ. Do it in your homes. Do it in your offices. Do it on your, in your drive. Do it on the train. Do it whenever you turn yourselves. There is power in the name of Jesus. We shall never be the same again, and God will be glorified. God bless you. Amen.